What's happening, folks? I am Alicia Henley, aka The Smooth Factor. Welcome to my Crash Pad. This is a podcast for technologists, creatives, and my techie tribe. On it, we'll be going behind the scenes and looking at some of the latest technologies that drives incredible experiences. And of course, we'll have open discussion on the challenges, success, and the designs of these spaces. So without further ado, let's hop into this week's episode. New Year's Eve looked different in 2020 for all of us. I was at the house with a bottle of Moscato and checking out the One Times Square experience. Jamestown, which is the real estate firm that owns One Times Square, mind you, One Times Square is where the ball drops for those of you that might not know it by actual name, but Jamestown partnered with Samsung and created a space that allowed us to see One Times Square in an immersive virtual sense. Today, Harry Pats, Senior Vice President and General Manager of Display Division at Samsung, is coming to kick it with me in my crash pad and talk all about it. So let's go. Harry, welcome to my new and latest podcast. I am so happy to be um, back with you chatting digital signage and immersive experiences and all the things that, you know, evolve around the technology that you and your team at Samsung are continuously pushing to the market. So thanks for joining me and welcome to another platform where we get to have some fun. It's great to be here, Alicia. Happy New Year. And to your listeners, it's a wonderful opportunity to just tell you a bit about what we're working on and uh, just excited to be here and uh, learn a bit as well. Let's have some fun. Always, always. So the reason I wanted to have you on the show is because we do have fun. But secondly, because, you know, it's New Year 2021 is finally here. I think everyone is excited. And we had to celebrate New Year's Eve a little differently coming into the new year. Last time I spoke to you about this project at One's Times Square, it was brand new. We were going into, what was that, maybe 2020, and it looked a lot different. This year, it was all virtual. So I was actually sitting at home on my couch, logged into the app and really just roaming around Times Square. And it was interesting to be able to be in this virtual app and look up at one Times Square because I still have not been to see this building um, in person. So it was very exciting. So l- let's just hop right into it. What was what was Samsung's role within this new um, immersive experience of the, you know, of the ball dropping and a New Year's Eve celebration? Sure. So obviously, as you mentioned, it's a New Year's like any other growing up in New York. You know, you've, you either went or you experienced Times Square and you've seen how it's grown to be this event. But this year, very different. So Samsung, we announced a partnership with Jamestown, which is one of the global real estate firms and the owner of One Times Square, to participate in this virtual New Year's Eve celebration in Times Square. You know, we've got this massive LED screen. I'm sure you've seen it. It was in the background and part of it. But kind of for the first time ever, you know, we wanted to try and participate a little differently. So the Times Square folks try to be creative, and I think they did a great job. They hosted, you know, this multimedia experiential technology platform. They have the live broadcasts. If you saw whatever channel you want, Ryan Seacrest or Andy Cohen, but also, as you mentioned in the app, the augmented reality, virtual reality, entertainment and gaming experiences. So pretty unique way to participate, you know, just trying to uplift people's spirits, but make it make the most of a challenging situation. And I think, I think the results were pretty good. Yeah, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I wasn't out, you know, jumping up and down and sweating from dancing all night, but it was a cool and different way to experience one Times Square and watching the ball drop because you can cut to the live feed of what was happening there if you were in the app. 
Um, you could cut to the live feed, watch the ball drop, but then you can also experience it in that augmented reality, as we mentioned. So maybe we should take a step back and talk about one Times Square in, in the real life sense. What is happening there on that facade of that building that Samsung is, is so um, involved with in that partnership of the whole, I guess, the whole building foundation? Sure. You know, it's, it's interesting, right? One of the things that we do with our outdoor LED technology is try and find these iconic and special locations to showcase the brilliance of our technology. And, you know, we did it at um, the Chase Center indoors, which is a basketball arena in San Francisco. We launched two new stadiums earlier uh, last year, I should say, the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas for the Raiders and SoFi Stadium in L.A. for the NFL Rams and Chargers. And Times Square is yet another iconic location. It's the crossroads of the world. Now, the foot traffic may not be the same right now as it was, you know, about a year ago and will be not too soon in the distant future, but just a way to show the advertisements and the people walking by and the camera and just make it the great right way of Broadway. So for us, partnering with Jamestown, you know, yes, of course, it's a brilliant LED screen, but it's also something that in a high foot track area, uh, iconic location, in, in a world capital, you know, not just any city. It's Times Square in New York. You know, to, for this, the chance for Samsung to be part of that. And then, well, as we, we talked about a bit and talk, maybe talk about more on New Year's Eve, be part of this total immersive solution. It's just exciting for us. So clearly, you know, there's advertisements, there's public service announcements, there's pictures, all the stuff that you would expect in Times Square. But it's also now woven into the fabric of a celebration like New Year's Eve. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to the virtual reality space, of course, you could look up and see Times Square. But was there any other roles that Samsung played within this immersive experience? Because like you said, it's a it's a plethora of multimedia just like smacking you in the face. Like you could legit engage with this New Year's experience from almost any point that you wanted to, whether it was the games, you know, rolling up the street through the app system or actually watching it live, like you said, with Ryan Seacrest and so many other people touching it around the world. So it's interesting, right? You can, you know, working with the app in the virtual environment, you could walk around the plaza. You could enter the game rooms in one Times Square. You could actually go to the observation deck and take in the sights of the city. And so we had a special feature in the app. The virtual one Times Square building invited your avatar to go take the elevator to the Samsung Zero G game where they can get lost in the virtual world and win points along the way. And Maybe we'll talk later about our Odyssey monitors, but these avatars could use the Samsung Odyssey Speedgate to jump through and travel at light speed to reach other locations and hidden spots. So if you think about it, right, A, it's an honor to participate in something that is not just a New York celebration, a U.S. celebration. The world watches Times Square. It's an honor to have our screen on the building, but it's also an honor to bridge the screen, the virtual reality our app and our great mobile technology, all in one solution. Of course, being consumers, we wouldn't call it a solution, but for businesses, we would. But consumers can really see the breadth of the Samsung portfolio by experiencing in that. So, you know, it's not something that um, is necessarily going to show up in our balance sheet in a big win, but it's more of this kind of great proof of concept and a way for any customer can experience Samsung in a different way. And, you know, in a year like this year, Many people have bought new TVs or bought refrigerators, upgraded their phones. Of course, people are using their technology for digital signage. This really shows the power 
of Samsung bringing it all together. Hey, we're going to make the great industry-leading hardware and beautiful screens. But showing it in this context, I think it demonstrates to all the people out there, wow, Samsung's got some pretty powerful, you know, powerful wherewithal to put this together. Seriously. And that and that brings me to my next question. What does it mean for Samsung to just be like driving our digital future? Because like you said, there were so much other things that you can do. Um, when I was walking around the Times Square virtually in this app, hopping into all these different locations was so fun. But I know that the Odyssey, the whole Odyssey ecosystem was tied up a lot in this. And that ecosystem is really driving our digital future. What does it mean to Samsung to harness such a monumental type of leading immersive experiences to the forefront? You know, it's, it's interesting, right? Last year, according to Interbrands, Samsung was the number six brand in the world. And this year, excuse me, we moved up to the number five brand. So if you're the number five brand in the world, right, and you've got industry-leading mobile portfolio, you've got um, the best TVs, you've got great home appliance, refrigerators, laundry. At CES, we launched our AI-sponsored jet bot to basically help you vacuum your house. Then you get to my stuff, which I get, you know, these great screens being on you know, the Odyssey monitor, which we'll talk about more, or, of course, stadiums and public spectacles like in Times Square. You know, you want to make sure all the consumers that are touching a portion of Samsung products can experience and understand the power behind all of that, even 5G, which is where our 5G networks group is working to help build out arenas and stadiums and other things. We just had it won a big contract with Verizon. so. To put this all together and personalize this, it means a hell of a lot. And I say that because, again, that's the power of Samsung. That's the power not just of our marketing, but showing the technology in a way that's meaningful and fun and experiential um, to customers and prospective customers. And the breadth of everything that we do. It's pretty exciting. So, you know, from that perspective, I guess to answer the first part of your question, Alicia, it's, you know, befitting all the, the marketing reach and showing all the power of our portfolio. But as we get into Odyssey, and we launched these about a year ago at CES, our G9 and G7 uh, monitors. And these are dedicated gaming monitors. So Odyssey, it's kind of a sub-brand for the overall Samsung brand. Clearly, Samsung, the number five brand in the world. We don't want to mess with that. But realize gamers, they want that identification. They want to know, hey, What's my kind of sub-brand? And Odyssey is, is what we've been using. And so we launched these G9 and G7s, and we call that a 1,000R curvature. It's almost like you're inside the screen and surrounded by it. So we've got this stunning picture, and these have been phenomenal sellers since they took off. And, you know, they've got the specs like the one millisecond response time and the 240 hertz kind of uh, refresh rate. So if you're a high-end gamer, which I'm not, but if you're a high-end gamer, you want that responsiveness. You don't want to feel like you're doing anything, but things are moving really fast. So they're not only great performance machines, but if you've seen them, the white, they're beautiful, futuristic-looking machines. I'll tell you this, and I deal a lot with our corporate and enterprise customers. When they see the Odyssey gaming machines, they're like, hey, these are so beautiful. Like, yeah. these, are, these are really high-end machines. You know, you may may or may want this for your main, uh, you know, office monitor or home monitor, but they do. So to use the, I'll stop there. I know I'm a New Yorker, talk a lot. But no, no, no. To use the Odyssey 
mantra and bring it into the Times Square experience in a game situation for us was an honor. Um, again, uh, so it just all tied together perfectly, and we're excited about what else we can do. This, this to me, showed that Samsung can play in every avenue, every vertical, and not necessarily focus on the boxes like our traditional industry does, right? We're, we're focused on boxes and what whatever we sell. But you guys at Samsung, that has been something that always stands out to me. No matter what vertical, no matter what venue, it's always about the experience and basically delivering to the consumer and then that mid-end user as well. Because it takes everything just to a heightened level. Like you guys kick down the door with the Odyssey because gaming is something that is transitioning, um, especially in the AV space, to be a hot topic. And you guys were ahead of the curve um, by providing such high-end quality equipment to this space that's typically kind of new to most um, integrators and people within traditional AV sense. And again, leading the forefront with this product, that is exciting. It really is. And, you know, the gamer audience is very specific and they're willing to invest for high end, high quality products because, you know, for some of us, it might be, hey, you know, again, not in the COVID time, I want to go to a Broadway play or I want to spend my money on a vacation. For the gamers, they're very serious and they're very skilled and they're very talented and they want a first class experience. So they're willing to kind of do this. And it does, as you said, you know, open the door for us as we've tried to have more solutions for them in terms of sound and hardware, in addition to sort of just the monitor itself. So it's an exciting time for us. And I think it's been, I would say an underserved audience, but we want to kind of map to where the gamers need to be and want to be. And so we continue to sort of, uh, you know, um, update and innovate. I mean, that's what it is. At, at heart, Samsung is an innovation company, and we're bringing these experiences together. And you know, sometimes I think in today's world, we lose the art of discovery. How do you find out about things that you don't know? Part of the reason we do an experience like we did in Times Square is to show our customers what's possible, but show maybe people who only know a little slice of Samsung. Maybe it's their computer monitor at work. Maybe it's their refrigerator. Maybe it's their phone to really show the power of that full experience. And that's kind of exciting. Yes, that is very exciting. Um, like you said, it's it's more than phones. It's more than screens. It's more than digital signage. It's an experience, which takes me to the last question that I have for you. Uh, what can we expect next year um, from One Times Square and from maybe from the Odyssey ecosystem as we continue to push into this digital future and, you know, kind of trying to marry the in-person experience with the virtual experience, what can we expect next? Um, well, I don't know exactly what we'll have for Times Square next year, but I certainly hope there'll be people kind of walking around in the crowd. But maybe it's a way that if grandma's home and her granddaughter is at the event, they can bridge that offline and online world with location surfaces. So grandma or grandpa can remember what it was like when they went. Of course, grandma and grandpa can also go to the events. I think it's really bridging some of those offline and online capabilities. And I actually think the theme extends far beyond sort of the New Year's experience. Many of us have been working from home majority, if not all of our time since the pandemic. When things open up, I think we'll keep some of these hybrid experiences working remote, working on site. And Samsung's technology 
with you know our screens, with our interactive portfolio, which we've just brought out a new 85-inch interactive board. You know, my daughters uh, go to school um, uh, remotely, but eventually they'll go into a hybrid um, model. And so yep. these type of technologies bridging that offline and online world, I think will be important. Um, to answer your specific question around uh, Odyssey, you know, we'll continue to innovate on the monitors and the gaming side to make them bigger, stronger, better, faster, and visually appealing. You know, but also, as I mentioned, work with the extent of the Samsung portfolio, sound bars, other hardware, headphones, so that the gamers can have that first, you know, class type of experience when they're uh, using their uh, hard-earned uh, leisure time. So we do think, again, a lot more innovation is coming. Our interactive portfolio, these hybrid experiences. Um, you even saw, if, if for some of you who saw any of the CES preview, we had our kind of test robot we're iterating on with the arm. Uh, so I think that, um, you know, more hybrid, more AI, more innovation. Exciting, exciting. And are you guys going to do a virtual event again this year? Let's let's talk about that because I was part of it last year and I really enjoyed it because the virtual booth experience was unlike anything that I've ever seen before. And this was kind of new. We were all kind of like fighting with the idea of not being able to go to trade shows, but still interact with our clients, right? So it was like a lot of manufacturers were doing the virtual thing. Trade Industry trade shows were doing the virtual thing, but what you all did at Samsung was very different um, across the board from a virtual event aspect of it. So um, I see you shaking your head that you're going to do this again this year. Maybe you want to touch on that a little bit so we can share it with everybody. Sure. It's actually March 4th. And I think, you know, at this point, having done these virtual events, when we did our first one in early July, we were on the cusp. I think we did, as you mentioned, a pretty good job. But now everyone has been to so many of these. And you see some are good. Some are kind of okay. But the key is interactivity. So our event, March 4th, with all of your listeners and, of course, yourself are invited for, will be bigger and better. We will have live from our locations in New York City, New Jersey, Irvine, California, likely Dallas, showcasing our technology. We'll have great customers speaking, partners. And it really will be to show the breadth of our portfolio for the display and mobile businesses together but also so some of the solutions by vertical. So if you're in the hospitality industry, you can kind of see all the areas that work if you're in the transportation industry or the food and beverage. So um, the thing is, it's going to be highly, highly interactive. Again, if you're like many of us, you're looking at your screen from eight in the morning to seven at night and probably coming back online after dinner or something like that. We know that folks are busy. So it's going to have a kind of... um, newscast vibe to it where we'll have people going back and forth highly interactive a lot of interesting fun vibrant content so Alicia hope you and your uh, listeners can make it March 4th we'll make sure you have all the details to register awesome that's that's exciting because the events that I did that made it to my say top three events of, of last year had some interactive component, whether they were, you know, taking it on the road and doing some type of tour, or for instance, in your booth, we can go into your booth and converse and conversate and just kind of talk to someone actually in person via call. So that was exciting. And knowing that you guys are going to be kind of in remote locations, that makes me even more excited to see what type of uh, level of interactivity is being brought. We're hoping to have some live attendees in New York, New Jersey, and Irvine, uh, obviously permitting local regulations. 
Um, but, you know, just trying to have that energy. But definitely, we're trying to make it live and interactive. And, you know, not many of us want to watch a, a filmed content commercial for six, eight hours. So, you know, anything can happen with some of these things. And maybe we'll miss a few cues, but having polls, going out to questioners, getting the live kind of feedback, having all sorts of vertical tracks and solutions tracks and product deep dives. And of course, as you mentioned in the virtual environment, ability to talk to Samsung and our partner expertise for questions or ideas or feedback you have. So, um, you know, we doubled our stretch goal of attendees last year. And so we're looking to even double the stretch goal from last year this year. We're very, very excited. But as you can imagine, it's uh, coming up very soon. So we've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, this year is moving extremely fast already, (laughs) and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that event on March 4th. I'll be sure to uh, link that in the show notes and all that good stuff just so we can continue to spread the word. But before we go, Harry, where can everyone find you? What's the best way to get in touch with you and your team um, and maybe learn some more about specifically this product or just um, get in touch with your team in general? Sure. Um, the you, you can always go to www.samsung.com.display. So that is a great place to start. That is our landing page for our business. Um, and of course, uh, you can go there. You can go to regularsamsung.com and look at any of our products. And once you go to samsung.com.display, best way to get routed to me or any of our people for any questions or anything we can help with. Awesome. Awesome. So everyone, we will be sharing more of the show notes, um, basically everything that we talked about today from the Odyssey to the uh, New Year's Eve experience all the way up to their virtual event that is coming March 4th. So stay tuned. Be sure to check it out in the show notes. And until next time, we will catch you all later. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. If you're excited to be a part of my techie tribe, make sure you download, subscribe and review this podcast. And remember to stay creative and keep it techie. Peace.